friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's episode, the gang have to investigate all the wagons. And I'm sure there's not going to be any trouble whatsoever. So a few quick things. First of all, I didn't even realize this. I thought this was episode number 200, but the latest Tales from the Black Lodge was episode number 200. This is episode number 201, so I just missed it by one. That is, if you take every podcast we've ever done, all the interviews and all the shows, every single thing, we have 201 episodes, which is a lot of episodes in retrospect. So... Congratulations if you are one of the people who have listened to all of them. I couldn't even tell you what half of them were, even though I made them all, because I am constantly making podcasts. It seems like that's all I am doing. Although, we went from four podcasts down to two, so it almost is like a break for me at this point, just doing two a week. As for this show itself, it's hard to talk about without spoiling it. I will say that, as you know, with these adventures... It's very tricky to run them while trying to put people on a clock. What I mean by that is, if you don't give people constraints, and people being the PCs, and if you don't make it so that they can only do their adventuring in a limited amount of time, it just becomes arbitrary. They can just go in, fight a whole bunch of things, rest all day, come back, fight again, and so forth. So it's very hard. It's one of the things you really have to kind of plan and sort of make organic if the adventure doesn't do it naturally. And this is one of those examples of where they have to clear out the camp. And the reason is a little arbitrary, but it makes sense that there's some weirdness going on and there's something going on in the camp and that no one wants to go into their trailers until the camp is completely clear and free. So everyone is just hanging around the bonfire and chilling out. So that forces the PCs to go through the camp and clear it out all within one night's time. So that is sort of, quote, the arbitrary reason that they need to do it all before the morning so they can't do a long rest. And this is one of those things that when you're playing a role-playing game, you almost have to suspend disbelief a little bit. It's like, couldn't they just like all go into the big tent and just hang out there and just sleep for the night? And the answer is probably and then this would have just disappeared and they just could have spent their you know time doing whatever they want but everyone who plays this sort of has to understand the constraints that there's a little bit of railroading in these games that it's part of the actual game itself that everyone wants them to clear it out tonight so they can go sleep in their own trailers and relax and so forth so what that means is that it is going to be a lot of exploration and a lot of craziness for the next few episodes as, well, let's just say there's a lot of things that are going to be happening in this camp. 
Last week I had some poison plants. This week, well, we have even more. But it all makes sense. It all will make sense in the end. There's a method to the madness. So maybe while you're listening, you can maybe put two and two together. And if you're careful and you listen enough, you might be able to actually figure out what's going on. But by the end, it all will make sense. I promise you. Also, don't forget, I totally forgot to mention this last few weeks. Roll for Combat RPG Superstar. Got about two months left. Don't forget to come by submit a monster also you can just make monsters whenever you want and just make them public and share them with your friends the tool is awesome so just come by check it out just go to rpgsuperstar.com sign up and you can make monsters to your heart's content even without entering the contest it's just a monster creation tool also don't forget the patreon if you subscribe for five bucks you get to all the episodes a little bit early, sometimes a week, sometimes a little bit less. We're still figuring out the exact schedule, but I do publish them early. And for $10, you get to listen to the show live. And in fact, we are starting brand new Black Lodge this week. The Black Lodge is going fast. That's the one thing about the Black Lodge, because Black Lodge is Pathfinder Society. So we finish those games in just a couple weeks. So if you listen live, you can actually pretty much guarantee that you're going to get the beginning of an adventure every few weeks. So you can just jump in, jump out real quick. Of course, you can listen to Circus, and we're much further along with the Circus adventure. And if anyone was listening, oh, I don't think anyone was listening to the last episode because it was just insanity what happened last time. So much so that... Well, I can't really talk about it. Let's just say that we're going to have a lot of cleanup to do in the next few episodes. And uh, hope you aren't too attached to these characters because they might all be dead. But with that, let's get to this week's episode. Last we left off, you put on the greatest show in the history of shows. Well, at least for this little small town. Although, there was one small problem. And that is Myron, the ringmaster is dead and you have only one lead and a strange lead at that you have rat feet lots and lots of little tracks of rats and you've been slowly investigating the camp trying to find out where those rat tracks lead to you opened up myron's wagon and all you found were poisonous pods that did major damage to darius but he was able to escape and now the pods are more or less destroyed And you found a little bit of loot, but no other leads. The rest of the camp is completely freaked out. And now they're all huddling around the fire, waiting for you to make sure everything's clear before they go back to their wagons. The professor has asked you to do it delicately and quietly. But it looks like you're going to have a long night ahead of you. All right, well, let's get to checking everyone's cabins and make sure they're not full of mm, plants that attack us. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Or anything else that would attack us. We should start with the wagons on this side. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. Very well. We're going to check all the wagons? Uh... Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varus, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. You have to check all the wagons. We should. All right. 
Alhara follows Belong, sort of just like dragging her bow staff in the dirt, creating this little rivet, this little like divot in the ground. Well, are you going to be checking wagons? Are you going to be checking for the rat tracks? What is the plan? Yeah, I thought we were going to follow rat tracks. What happened to that plan? Well, we're still doing that plan. Just we should check the wagons first. I mean, which we can generally follow the rat tracks and see which direction it leads, and then peek our heads into the wagons real quick. Take half an hour to do that. All right. I want to check on the animals first myself, so I'll just go do that while you guys are looking at the wagons. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Well, as of right now, the rat tracks are leading west and south. Away and out of the camp. No, not away and out of, but just to the west of the camp, like where there's that sort of like circle of wagons, and then south towards the woods. They extend past where the wagons are, correct? No, you you don't know. You just saw them. Okay. Where you, where you have to go over there. Like, you are still by Myron's wagons, and this camp is large. You know, the camp, obviously, is a couple hundred feet in every direction. So, right now, you're able to track the rat tracks up to Myron's cabin, and now you see some more tracks, and they're kind of going all over the camp, and you sort of see, like, a little trail leading towards the west, and then there's one sort of leading towards the southwest, if you will. Two trails. Yeah, there's two trails going uh, in those two directions as of right now. I say we should just follow them both to see, just to make sure they move past and out of the camp and keep going. Yeah, definitely, because they might lead somewhere in the camp, and then we would know where to search first. Do they, all the paths, the tracks, like, swing nearby and go close to each wagon as we follow it? The, which one are you going to follow? The west one. The west one goes past some of these, past the two wagons in the south of the campfire. So the ones next to the ringmasters, and then leads to the water. Wait, the rats came out of the water? Do rats swim? Mm, of course they do. They jump Ugh. off the ships first, don't they? And they don't have rats. I mean, I thought they jumped off the ship and then died. They s- swam, then they died. I'm moving Hod to the location where the rat tracks are going, if that will help you. Or better yet. Okay. Then we check which way the southern ones head. You know I think I can draw this on the screen. Hold on. Oh, yeah. It'll be a little easier. Let me draw it. So there you go. That is where the rat tracks are tracking. to the, As I said, to the west of the camp and to the southwest of the camp, towards the woods. The west goes to a circle of wagons across the river. And the southwest goes into a nearby woods. All right. Do we see them on the far bank of the river then? Or do they just sort of emerge from the water? If you go to that area, to the far bank of the river, you see that they go into the water and then pop out on the other side. Oh, I'm going to follow those ones. Ahara is going to follow the river down to where there's several rocks sticking out of it and just sort of hop, hop, hop across and see if she can find the tracks on the other side. Where Alhara 
pops out. She sees some tracks, and they are leading a little bit to the northwest. I will show you where the trail picks up as she hops across. So it is leading to that green covered wagon. Green covered wagon. Is anyone following her? Are they just letting her run off on her own as usual? We should go along. I'm coming. Oh, bummer. It was going to be funny if she just wandered off and they got murdered on like the third or fourth episode of this show. It still might happen. Just because I'm there doesn't mean you won't get murdered. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm fine. I can take care of myself. So again, it looks like there's a small army of rats just sort of scurrying all over the place. I mean, there's rat tracks kind of everywhere here and there, but this is very concentrated. It looks like a deliberate path was... Like a swarm of rats, one might say? Perhaps. It sure looks like a lot. One may call it a swarm, if they must. Do they stop here? Yes, they stop at the entrance to this wagon. And the entrance is on the back end, not where the yoke is. It's on the back. Mm, That makes sense. Um, Whose wagon is this? This was the great Fortunato's wagon. and this. Oh, that was the guy with the really cool cloak or whatever. Yes, and this is Bardolph's wagon. Bardolph is the bear that is sort of the family mascot for the for the circus. Everyone loves Bardolph and he does amazing tricks. You don't even need to tell him to do anything. He just does them. Uh, but he hurt his leg, so he wasn't able to perform tonight and he pretty much lives in the wagon now because he misses his old master who was uh, robbed and killed in an alleyway in Escadar, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And Myron pretty much took care of him. I mean, everyone took care of him, but really it was like Myron's like personal pet in a way. And that is where it leads to. I wanted to come check on the animals anyway. Uh, can we see inside the cart? Does it have windows or nope. is this? No. Now, these carts rarely have windows. It's a combination of security and just the way they're built. And there's a large door in the rear. It has no lock. And there's lots of rats scurrying around outside. No, there's no rats. There's just rat tracks. Oh, okay. Just lots of Each side of the door boasts a thick and well-chewed length of rope. And you can see this is actually how... Bardolph goes in and out of the wagon. He literally opens and closes the door on his own. Hmm. Well, I'm normally in charge of feeding the animals. So I'm going to do what I do every day. I'm going to do a knock. Hey there, big boy. Uh, We're going to come in and we're going to see you. And then I'm going to slowly open the door. Okay, you go up to the door. And you know that the inside of the wagon doesn't have any furniture in it. Instead, it's layered with countless blankets because it's basically a mobile bear den at this point. He lives in the hair. He comes and goes as he pleases. He's a big old friendly teddy bear. Everyone feeds him and just says hi to him. He just sort of wanders around like a, like a dog would. You knock on the door, and you, you, you hear kind of growling. You slowly open it, and you see Bardolph in there. But he looks just furious, growls, and jumps at you. Oh. Roll for combat! Oh, no. 
Darius is up first. Darius sees as the door is opening that something is very wrong, and Bardolph looks like he's about to jump and charge and knock down Hap. What do you do? Uh, Darius will go right up to that door, push Hap away, and enter the mountain stance and stand right in front of it, blocking the bear from, well, try to block the bear from getting away. Um, can I resist getting pushed aside? Yeah, of course. Okay, so As- I think... athletics versus athletics. Yeah, versus my um, what? My fort DC. Well, normally shove is against fort DC anyway, right? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So shove, yep, it's an athletics check against your opponent's fortitude to see if you can shove her out of the way. So it's one action to run up, one action to shove her, and then well, let's see what happens. We'll go to there. So Darius, make your athletics check. It's going to beat me by a lot, but I have to try. <laughs> Maybe yeah, not. He rolls a nine. In fact, that's as you have a 14. Almost, he could have critically failed, and then Darius would have fallen down, which would have been funny as this seven-foot-tall mountain gets pushed down by this little girl. Wait, wait, I know what I'm doing. So I, I still I try, and then I enter mountain stance and, like, try and... Let's calm down, big boy. I won't have to wrestle you. Does that take an action to go into Mountain Stance? Yeah, it does. Everything takes an action. Okay. So you're both kind of in front of the door. The bear looks like it's about to charge. Oh, wait. Where do you go? He had moved uh, basically two squares right forward, there. upright against the... I'm right in... Right, right next to Hap. Yep, standing in front of Hap, standing in front of the bear. Okay, Bardoff goes. Bardoff looks like he is just lost his mind. You have no idea what's going on. He is just growling and screaming and decides to maul poor Darius. Armor class is 19 now. Ooh, maybe that didn't matter. Whew. He rolls a 9 for a 20, so he hits you. By one, and slashes you for six points of damage. You're like, what's going on, sir bear? Why are you attacking? Don't attack me. You're, you're we're friends, remember? We, I've fed you many a time. And he just decides to claw you again. And once again, he claws you for oh. ten points of damage. as He literally is clawing you and clawing you. And he decides once again to claw you one third time. And this time he misses with a 12 for 15. So we get two big swipes in. And you have no idea what's going on. Why is he doing this? Normally he's like the nicest, most cuddly bear ever. I'm sure he's got rabies. Alhara is up and just saw this happen. And you're also confused. Something seems off about him. Yeah, Alhara is definitely worried, but she also trusts Hap. So um, she's going to hold off a second and let Hap try to resolve the situation. Uh, I'm going to go into delay, and I'm going to come back in right after Hap. Hap is up and just saw this happen, where Darius just got swiped at three times and hit twice and is now bleeding profusely. What do you do? Bardoff, no. Down. Bad bear. Bad. Come on, buddy. I know you're upset, but you're better than this. 
and I want to roll nature to try and calm him down. Okay. Okay. Okay, you roll a 15 for your nature check, and he seems to just be ignoring you. And one thing you notice with your nature check is that Bardolf seems scared out of his mind. He seems to be attacking defensively, not offensively, which is unusual because this bear is usually the nicest, sweetest bear on earth. And what could scare him, you don't know. Wait, guys, wait. I think he's I think he's scared and feels trapped. We need to we need to back off. Uh, and I'm gonna begin backing off. Alright, that's my Oh, that's two actions. Um, yeah, that's two actions. No, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, you done? Yes. Alhara now goes, and she just saw that. Yeah, we're supposed to back off, and poor Darius is there, covered in too much blood. Uh, the first thing she's gonna do is try and push her brother out of the way. So I'm gonna do a shove action on Darius. Okay. A lot of shoving going on this week. <laughs> Is Darius allowed to choose to fail it? I don't know. I wouldn't. I will stand there. Well, there you go. Everyone in their stubborn pride, I swear. So wait, you you are resisting or you're not resisting? I, I am resisting. Okay, well, you resist, uh, what's... and you don't make it as you roll a 12, and his, yeah. his since he's a monk and an expert in everything... I presume his DC is a little higher, let's say, than that. What is it? His fourth DC is 16, so you do not make it. Uh, so you big stands, lummox. He stands. <laughs> Seven-foot-tall mountain of a man is standing firm. Plus, he's got that mountain stance, which probably isn't helping. Yeah, that's true. I don't know all what it does, but uh, all right. Um, she's going to try again, because she's, like, she's got to get her brother out of the way of this like angry, scared bear. So I'm going to try it again. It's a minus five. Because it is a quote-unquote attack. So that is still a, rolled an 11, still got a 12. Plus, he is in mountain stance, and he gets a plus two for shoved or trip. Yep. Oh, there you go. Well, so he ain't getting moved. He's a, He is the mountain. So yeah, Al- Alhara is like full-on shoulder pushing, trying to get her brother Don't out of the have way. have to push me. You go back first. Would you just... Uh... I'm gonna... All right, and then she'll spend her last action moving back and away. And she'll stand in front of Hap sort of defensively with her staff up, uh, making sure to keep herself between uh, the bear and uh, her poor little adopted sister. Eteron is up. They are hiding behind another wagon. Seeing all of this, what are they going to do? Can I try and see if there's something in the wagon behind Bardolph that might be aggravating or scaring him? Of course. Seek. Seek and maybe you shall find. Perception. Fifteen. You sort of try to peek in there. You don't see any creatures or anything else in there. It's not like there's like a snake or something in there. It just looks like he's just freaking out for some reason. Ataran frowns and then just presses up against the wagon, trying to take cover to use it for, you know, some assistance or protection should the bear come at uh, their direction. So I'll use the take cover action. Darius, you're covered in blood. 
You're mm-hmm. in your stance. The bear stay in my like, stance. Okay. Yes. Looks like he wants yes, to I, grab you again. What are you going to do? Sure, he does. I will step backwards next to Alhara. I will then battle medicine myself, and I will make a okay. note that I have done it, and I can't touch myself for a whole day. Well, now. Whoa, family show. Well, now. With, with medicine, battle medicine, what are you thinking? Of about? course. So you, we're thinking, dirty, dirty people. We're thinking medicine, too. Atron stares at you and shakes their head a little. Stay back. Stay back. Oh, yeah. 25, 20 crits. So you heal 48. 48? That's right. Awesome. Well, you're going to need it. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a bad roll. Bad roll. Oh, my goodness. 12. <laughs> It'll be 48 at Something. 12. Well, you're like, I'm doing such a great job. And then here's the bear like, and he like drops something. It's like, well, I kind of do it hastily. There's a bear (laughs) fighting me. Yes. And then, I mean, that's all. I mean, one more action, but I don't think there's anything I can do from that from there. So uh, that's my, that's it. You take cover behind what? Behind Alhara. All right. (laughs) Actually, there's nothing really near you. You're right. No, I will not do that. All right. Bardoff, the bear, lets out a bellow and comes charging out at our good friend Darius. Mm-hmm. He charges towards you, does the rush attack, and then tries to claw you once again. Oh, wow. Rolls a five for 16 and misses you. But he is really upset about something, and then he rears up uh, to bite you. Oh, oh lucky. A critical miss for an eight. So he tries to bite you, completely misses, and his turn is done. Hap is up. Um, I'm going Hap, to... if you're going to do something, do it now. I'm going to do one action to seek... Uh, I'm looking for a sign of injury or something strange on Bardoff. Okay. Go right ahead and seek. Ooh, Ooh. a 20. Nice. That never happens for Lauren. She never rolls 20s for a 25. It really doesn't. That's the first and only one of the campaign. Enjoy it. And that must mean that there's nothing to find, obviously. Exactly. Well, he seems to be scared of Darius. That is what you're able to spider sense that that's why he's freaking out he's attacking darius specifically for some reason wait no he's not injured darius it's you darius it's you you've got to get out of here what do you mean i don't know something's got him something has his frenzy just focused on you he drew blood on me he's he's not his in his right bare mind he's he's just scared we have to we have to give him space it could be the pollen or something from those dream pods. Perhaps it is. I washed you. off. Hmm. Hmm. I wish I had some spells that were not wanton murder. You're gonna regret saying that. Oh, I guess. Um, <laughs> You're gonna need wanton murder. I'm going to go. W- I'm gonna use my next actions uh, for quick. Follow me, and then I'm going to run uh, across the stream. Uh, by taking those rocks that Alhar took earlier. That'll need a balance check. Okay. Uh, well, 
my acrobatics is going to be plus two and nothing else. Yay. Hap might be going for a swim. Hap rolls a two. You critically oh, fail no. and fall in the water. Splash! It's really funny, though. By the way, the water's really cold. It's dark. And you are now just like when you have like wearing like silk dress. It's like just stuck to you. All your eyeliner and makeup's totally ruined. But, um, but you're in the water. I guess you all see her like put a foot on a slippery rock and she just tumbles backwards. Follow me. Jump. Woo. Splash. <laughs> Alhara just shakes her head. She's up. Oh boy. Um, hmm. Alright, I have an idea. So Alhara is going to attempt to tumble through. So she's going to try and basically do a, a little roll right under, like a little dive and a roll right under the bear's legs as he's rearing up on his hinds uh, and stand behind him. So I'm going to roll acrobatics versus his reflex DC. Oh boy. Our 20. Hey! You succeed. Fantastic. Now that will count as a 20 movement. You can't end there. You have to end somewhere that's grass. You can't end. You can't the... get into the no, wagon no where he just was? No, because that's upstairs and he's blocking the entrance. Okay. Uh, for my intents and purposes, I won't be flanking, but that's fine. Uh, because I have the tumble behind feet, he is now flat-footed to me. Um what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend my last two actions to ready a reaction. Uh, and I'm going to use confident finish and just like spin around and kick this bear in the face. If it tries to attack Darius again. And now I got Panache. Atron. Atron will just look at uh, Bardolf and say curtly, get back. Stay away. I'll try to intimidate the bear. Wow, we're using like every single check there is in the lexicon. Let's do it. It's a good roll. Uh, there we go. Intimidation. So against the will DC. So you rolled a 24 and its will is 18. So you successfully intimidate it. And all that does is, oh, that's right. It's demoralized. That's what it is now. They're frightened one. That's what happens. It's not intimidation anymore. So, okay, that is what you do. That is one action. What else are you going to do? I'll take cover again. Okay. <laughs> they just keep hiding over there behind the wagon. I mean, I don't blame them. Darius is up. Does it show any signs of backing off? A little. I mean, now it's flat-footed and frightened, and it seems kind of confused. Then I will step to the side and then hold an action if it attacks tries to attack me, I will... Um, is there, like, a... Uh, there's no, like, fight defensively thing, right? Mm-mm. There's, like, take cover, and that's about it. Yeah, and you can I'll, move and take cover with one of the wagons. Is that enough to take cover behind the, um... where the yoke is? The yoke? Mm, not really. Alright, then what I'll do is, the last two actions, you spend two actions to ready an action, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. So I step out of its way to give it room, and if it tries to attack me, I will hit it once with non-lethal damage. Okay. All right. Bardolph rears up, looks at Darius, 
opens up his mouth wide and starts licking your face. <laughs> okay, buddy. Hap, Hap, Hap is in the water. What does she do? He just spends his whole turn licking you. I'll allow it. I'm going to crawl out of the water. <laughs> all soggy and wet. Hap, Bardolph has stopped. You can come back. Hap? That's a good... There you go. That's a good boy. That's a good... That's a good Bardolph. And I'll, I'll come back over all sopping wet. And <sighs> um, I'll, use, I'll, use, I'll use an action to warm myself up. With uh, with some of my latent magic, just try and dry myself off. Your hands are like a hair dryer, right? You just sort of like use it to like blow your yeah. Blow yourself. I'll hair just dry. do that. Is Alhara gonna do something offensive? Are you gonna try to kill the bear? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Um, it seems to be fine. She's gonna use a seek action and sort of look around, try to figure out between Darius or being outside. Like, what the heck has happened? I, mean, I guess you're supposed to roll a banger. Oh, am I? Because um, I mean, perception's usually a secret check, but that's fine. I, I'm all, I'll keep my oh. horrible roll of a three. Uh, and Ahara's yeah, just no confused. Idea. She doesn't know what's happening. Uh, I'm gonna just continue ready in action in case the bear gets aggressive again randomly. Oh, you're right. Seek is a secret. Oh, okay. Well, in the future, I'll do it. I um, We haven't used that too much in our past couple of games, so I was unaware. Yeah. Oh, uh, you don't know, but he seems friendly now. He went from, like, total maniac to teddy bear in 12 seconds flat, so you have no idea what's going on. Atheron. Atheron takes out a bit of jerky from one of their rations... Kisses it, whispers something very quietly, and then just holds it out to Bardoff. Yeah, little little meat, go, go off. And then they say to the side, "We should look in the wagon." Okay, Bardoff just goes and gets the meat and starts eating it, and looks like his total normal self. He just sort of lies down. And he's like lifting up his leg, asking for one of you to rub his belly. So I'll rub his belly and examine him for like bites or injection or a wound of some kind. Sure. You you look at him and you don't see anything different. I mean, his leg is still a little wounded, but you have no idea what just happened there. It's not infected or getting worse, right? No, no. And he is spotless. He doesn't seem to have any, like, wounds or attacks. He just seemed to freak out for a little while there. And now he just seems to be, if anything, overcompensating and, like, like wanting uh, Darius to play with him. I mean, what? I will rub and pet him while everyone else checks his blankets, you know? What about detect magic? Uh, sure, you can detect magic. Yeah, do I get anything? You detect magic. And you do not detect anything off of him. So you're, you're not exactly sure. Well, I don't sense any magical presence about him. Maybe somebody was at his door aggravating him. And thus, maybe he, maybe he was he ready thought to attack. That, yeah. But why do the rat tracks end here, or start here, as it would be? Mm, more strange animal behavior. We should look in wagon. 
Ataran's going to go into the wagon and look around. Okay, you go into the wagon. It stinks, as one would expect from a... Well, you walked into a bear den. And, you know, there's blankets in there. There's a couple of little toys for Bardoff. There's a couple of posters on the wall from the old days. There's also a... Um, there's a dream catcher in the wagon and from the dream catcher and you've seen this before but there's this like claw set in an iron grasp set on a chain and you see that other than that you 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 look around and uh, you don't see like anything different with the blankets or the toys you don't see any like potions or or anything. You don't see any rat tracks actually. Actually, that's not true. You see some rat tracks in here as well. If you look closely, you see small numbers of rat tracks. So something came in here. The the dream catcher was there before? Yeah, it's always been there. Okay, with the thing that was in it too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was always something so, that's been there. You don't know what it so is. So I mean, you... won't remark on that then, but we'll say the rats got in here somehow. I see markings. They came in and were aggravating him. That is what it must be. We should shake out his blankets and make sure they like, didn't bring something in, like a piece of food or some other substance for him to that he ate. Perhaps he ate one of the rats. Rats can't open doors. Somebody would have had to have opened the door for them. I'm sure they could squeeze into holes in his wagon. Maybe. Are there any um, human tracks around here besides the ones we just left? No. You only see rat tracks. You haven't seen any humanoid tracks ex- at all. Maybe they came up to the wagon and then went back. Yeah, Alhara is just going to check the area just to make sure. Do like a, a once around walking around the wagon, mm-hmm. just looking around, making sure she doesn't see anything odd or suspicious. She looks around the wagon. And the only thing odd or suspicious is that you do notice some of the rat tracks do lead back towards the woods. And I'll show you where they lead. Straight south, right into the heart of the woods, you see more tra- the, the rat tracks. Well, now I'm convinced more than ever that someone is controlling these rats and making them hit specific targets. The so bear, our wonderful ringleader, like, something's going on. I would be surprised if there is not of druidic activity here. What is it you have against druids? I have nothing against druids in general, but druids are capable of just as much malevolence as anyone else. Part off after playing with uh, Darius for a little while, sort of pulls the door open, lumbers back into the uh, cabin of his, sort of pushes Ataron out of the way, and sort of like gathers up the blankets like a dog would and just starts uh, going around in a circle. Looks like he just wants to go back to sleep. It's as if nothing happened. Anyone who would use animals for their own sowing of discord here, he invite challenge upon themselves. We should investigate further. Uh, yes, I need to go look at the other animals and make sure they're okay. Would you all come with me? Yes. Of course. Yes. So to the pens to the west, there's other animals. And as I said before, you have horses, believe it or not, some elephants, camels, 
obviously the bear, you know, not a not a huge variety of of animals, but enough. And they're all doing fine. Yeah, yeah, they seem a little perturbed, like a little freaked out perhaps, but they seem to be doing okay. Maybe they just sense something that's weird going on and they just are feeding off that energy. But none of them look like they're hurt or been uh, damaged in any way. You don't see blood or anything or any of the animals limping. So they just seem to be just a little out of sorts. But otherwise, they seem to be all all fine. Well, they're a little spooked, but otherwise they seem all right. All haps looking them over, Ataran takes out a couple throngs of leather and seems to tie them on either side, wrap them around one wrist, and then seems to be kind of like hefting its weight and holding it as if ready to throw it like a sling or throw with it like a sling. Okay. You do that. Do we have any do not disturb signs? I do not know. That That's a Steve question. What do you mean do not disturb signs? Like... Well, no, that is what I mean. Like, signs that say do not disturb that you can hang on, like, a cart. I didn't know if, like, that's something that we would have around. You mean, like, a sign for them not to disturb? Like, an actual do not disturb sign? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, you probably have things when people are injured. I mean, people wouldn't be disturbing him anyhow because they knew he was injured. So it's not like... But, yeah, there's, there's things like that. Well, I just... I want to be extra careful. I'll just put a do not disturb sign on Bardoff's door. Okay. I mean, you can even make one or find one. I mean, there's a lot of equipment in the camp. It is a full circus after all. So that's no problem. You're able to quickly go back, get something and put it up. Well, do we want to go uh, follow these trails into the woods? Yes, we have to. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Darius, do you feel up for it? I know you got hit pretty hard. I'm fine. Do you want the potion? Not yet. Very well. All right, lead the way. I sure will. And Alhara will go first, traveling uh, south along all the rat tracks, tracks kind of but beside please them. Please be very... Any animal might have more intelligence or intention than you might expect. Because of druids? Or they could be manipulated by natural magic, yes. Okay. So yeah, Alhara will stay vigilant, but she'll lead the way uh, south following these rat tracks into the woods. As you go closer and closer to the woods, it's getting obviously dark. I mean, there's various torches throughout the camp and on the wagons, but once you get past the circle of wagons, it starts to get quite dark. So what is your light sources? I believe you actually all cast light on your um, selves. We, we did cast light? We haven't yet. I'm going to pick up a stick. And I'm going to cast light on just the tip of it, and I'll hand that to Alhara. Oh, thanks. Ataran cups the thong of leather that he's wrapped around his wrist in both hands, their wrist in both hands, and whispers, Fin, and it starts to glow as per light. Okay. Put yourselves where you want to be. Okay, you start entering towards the woods. They're very thick and dark and ominous. The river continues through the woods, and you see the rat tracks continue over the river into the woods. I will show you. So deep south into the woods, the rat tracks go. 
yeah, this seems like it might link up with the other set of tracks in that they probably came from the south, harassed either Myron or the bear, and then the others, and then headed back where they came. So, everyone ready to go across the stream again? Yes. Oh boy, I can't wait. Carefully. Darius, will you just carry me across? Of course. Thank I'll you. I'll jumps without even thinking about it. Darius puts Hap on his shoulders. She can hold on to his forehead. And we go across. Yeah, this area down here, it's a lot more narrow. Uh, back where the rocks were, it actually, ironically, was wider and harder to cross than the, this area over here. Even if you're crossing across the rocks? No, if you're as long as you're not rushed in combat, you can yeah. do it. You're fine. I was talking about yeah. yeah if you okay. were trying to jump just walks right back to the rocks and then swings down. Ahara walks across the river into the dense woods and sees a small clearing. It's really no more than a widening in the path through the thick woods. And here you see a small pile of leaves, a few feet in diameter with a thin blanket next to the leaves. In addition, there is a small backpack next to the leaves, emblazoned with a green patch. You hear the stream burbling merrily nearby. Looks like someone maybe took camp here or something? Mm-hmm. Be careful. She'll start to gently poke the pile of leaves with her staff, standing a good ten feet away. You poke the pile of leaves, and suddenly to the west, you see a small creature that's flying that is blue with a very long nose, large pointed teeth, wings, and large claws. He looks quite mischievous, and in his hands, he has several river rocks. And it looks like the bag is filled now that you got a chance to put two and two together with rocks and it's soaking wet and is alarmed by seeing you and screeches. Uh oh. Roll for combat! Hap kind of sees this, is more alerted by the screech of this thing looking at you holding wet rocks and goes, Ah! Hap, you're up first. Um, well, it doesn't seem aggressive. Um, well, shoot, what am I going to do? I don't want to just start attacking it. Let's, let's, let's try to talk to it. I don't want to lead with murder. Um, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, it's okay. Um, uh, what are you, what are, what are you doing here? What language are you using? Just common. Okay, you say that to it. It starts to laugh. Is just laughing and laughing and starts flying around kind of like in a goofy pattern. Okay, I'll just uh, look around at my compatriots and kind of shrug and then I'll end my turn. Darius, you see this occur. What do you do? Well, the rocks are in a sack. Is that right, you said? Well, no, there was, there's a small backpack next to the leaves. And now you get a chance to see it. You see there's some rocks sticking out of the backpack, and it's, like, all wet. And now this water creature is holding river rocks in its hands. Looks like it was doing something to the backpack. 
So right now, where's the backpack? Right next to it? No, the backpack, I'll put it something down to indicate the backpack. Hold on. There. The dog. <laughs> Chubby the dog is the backpack. All right. Action one is look in the backpack. I will move to the backpack and okay. pick it up and look in it. You pick it up. It's extremely heavy. It I'm is very strong. filled with river stones and is soaking wet. Anything else in it? Just a, just a bunch of rocks. Nothing in the rocks, like under the rocks. Uh, you'd have to pour it out. It looks like I dump it out. Like okay, yeah. There's like 25 pounds of rocks in this thing. You dump oh it gosh. out. That will be your last action. And That's fine. Out comes just 25 pounds of rocks. A scroll slash map of some sort that comes out. There's a whole bunch of nuts comes out and a feather with gold on its tip. That is what you say. Alright. The creature looks at you, and after you dumped all the stuff out, it looks really <laughs> angry. And it's like, <laughs> it's not speaking in common, but it was like furious that you just dumped out all those rocks and decides to go after you. I've entered no stance, so just armor class 15. I know, hold on, I'm looking something up. It casts a spell at you. Oh, good. That can't be bad, can it? Maybe it's heal. Well, amazingly, it casts a spell, and out of its hand, an arrow of acid comes flying at you. And completely misses you as it rolls a one. It bounces off some of the rocks as you're dumping them out. The creature just uh-huh. says something in its language. It just says, rawr, 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 like something else. You have no idea what it's saying. And its buddy pops out of the water and is now going to join it in the fun. Ah, oh, nuts. Okay. So there was one hiding in the water after it hears all this commotion. It spends one action to pop out of the water. It is also flying up in the air. This one goes a little higher. The first one with the rocks was only like five feet up. This guy goes ten feet up. And he also will cast a spell at Darius. A acid of arrow comes at you. Hits you squarely in the chest for 13 points of damage, and you are now covered in acid, and it is burning you, and will continue to do so every turn until you take care of it. Alhara is up. Holy cow. Darius, jump in the river! Uh, Alhara is going to run up to the one that flew 10 feet in the air, and she's going to swing at it with her bow staff. You leave my brother alone! Roll a 5 for an 11. You miss by a mile. She's got reach with that, so she should have no trouble hitting him. But she misses. Um, Just because I'm a little concerned about them coming after me, she's then going to uh, raise her staff defensively and parry, and that's my last action. At Tehran. They aren't quite druids, but they finally you finally got a stand-up fight. At Tehran is running away. Atron moves, and then after moving, uh, raises a hand and gestures at a rock near the river while saying, Erelovedic, and a rock flies up 
telekinetically um, flying at the one that's five feet up. Five for 12 misses. Darn. That's two actions, right? So I think you're done, right? Yep. It's all my actions. Hap, it's time. Watching my big brother Darius get skewered with an arrow of acid and narrowly dodge another, my countenance completely changes. I lower my head, my eyes get steely and with little little flames in the iris. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hands back behind me, kinda out to the sides. I'm gonna summon up two balls of fire, one in each hand, and I'm going to begin throwing them. So I'm going to lead with an elemental toss for one action. Okay. Since it, I'm assuming that since it's flying, I can throw it over Alahara's head. You hit it squarely. You do 13 points of damage, but since it's fire versus water and we all play Pokemon, uh, you do 10 points of damage because it's a little resistant, of course. I figured something like that would be the case, but that's fine. Uh, and then... Uh, my second thing of flame is produce flame, the cantrip. This is going to be at plus two instead of plus seven. You roll a three. You totally miss and singe Ahara a little bit with your, uh, with your critical miss. Whoops, sorry. And then that's three actions. Darius, you are currently dripping in acid and are up. Does the acid burn me first, or do I get to do something? It's probably persistent damage, so you would take it's it into the round. Damage. So it hits the end of the round, right? At the end of your turns, you will take the damage, and then you do your flat check to see if you um, recover from it. The DC 15. If you'd spend two actions to try to put it out now, you can immediately do a DC 10 check and then not take the damage. Would going in the water help any of this? Definitely. Excellent. I go in the water. Okay, I'll say it's Splash. one action to move and then two actions to start rubbing it exactly. off and like doing all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> unclean, unclean. So do a flat check. Uh, is it easier than 10, hopefully? We'll see. Do a flat check. Oh, wait, well, that was some rolled, flat check. Wait, you're rolled 40, 46. 20. That was a great <laughs> flat check. I have to reduce the number of dice from last time. First one well, was an 18. That counts. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I usually do that. If you do that, I always take the first no. one. For, oh, for if you do that, then. Course, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, they do that. Okay. On Dead Sons all the time. So, yep. I'll say if this is, I generally will do this. So, if you do it, I'll take the 18. All right. You easily wash off the acid, and it was going to be pretty nasty. And on top of that, you kind of have some cover because you're in the water now, so that's good. The water method thing that was holding the rocks is um, looking at Alhara and decides, eh, she's just going to attack you with its breath weapon. Oh, boy. Sounds like I need to make a reflex save. Make a reflex save. 23. Very good. Woo-hoo. So you only take half damage. Not quite a critical success, huh? No, not quite a critical success. So it breathes a cone of acid at you, doing 
only six points of damage, and you only take three, so not too bad. That's not bad. Not too bad. You didn't love that, though. You were like, hey. I mean, I'm not happy about it. That was not fun. I mean, you know, they thought it was fun, but you didn't. And then after that, it goes, and uh, tries to uh, slash at you with its claws. You're within its reach. Right, AC 19. Yep, misses. Just rolls a Sweet. 7. So that one is done. The one that's higher up looks at its buddy and sort of nods its head and says something in the affirmative. And then it breeds a cone of acid. Only this time it's getting both Ahara and Hap in its wake, as well as some of the bag. So both of you give me reflex saves. Hap, 23. Yeah, me rolling good tonight. Ahara, 21. You both make it. Good job. And a mere four points of damage. Half of that is two points of damage. I rolled 2d6. That stinks. I mean, it's good for you. I know. Two points of damage each. as a little bit of acid. And then this, uh, this method... Besides, hey, it's going to claw you, too, because it was having so much fun. And it rolls a six and misses you. Uh, well, you're doing pretty well, Lahara. Even though you got breathed on twice, your big brother, on the other hand, is getting his butt kicked tonight. That's right. Oh. Hmm. You know what? I have an idea. I will push the one that's closer to the ground. Uh, closer to my big brother, maybe so he can beat the crap out of it on his turn. Uh, and let's see how we do on that. So I'm going to shove it. Seems like a good idea. Yeah, I hope it's a good idea. 15 against its 42 DC. It is flapping its wings and making a flutter, and you completely miss it. Ah, uh, frustrating. I want my panache. All right, um... Well, all right. In that case, let's make a quarterstaff attack against the one that's 10 feet up, and then I'm going to parry. Roll a 10 for an 11. You miss. <sighs> okay. They're very agile, very quick. Yeah, I'm realizing that. They seem to be laughing and having a lot of fun with you. you you're fighting for your lives, and they seem to be having a game of this. Got one more action. Uh, no, actually, um, I don't. So I used a shove, I used an attack with the staff, and then the last one is a parry. Oh, you did parry, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. Atheron. Uh, he's going kind of deep in the woods. You might have some cover if you're going to go that far away. Yeah, that's better. I move over a little, and uh, Atheron gestures to the potions on their bandolier um, in Darius's direction. But then points again at the lower method and says, Erulavodic. And again, a large rock flies out of the riverbed and tries to hit the method. Finally, you roll 19 for 26. Actually, that would have critted it. So you do not 7 points of damage, but 14 points of damage. It did not like that. Atheron just gives a quick nod. Oh, uh shouts out sort of reflexively, great job, Otteron, and then all of a sudden sort of looks uncomfortable. Averts her eyes from their gaze. Hap is up. Do you have a crush on Otteron? Is that, is that what's happening? 
Are you asking this in character right now in the middle of this fight? That's an action. That's an action. You just I'll do I'll I'll ask that later. It's just at me. I'm starting to put the pieces <laughs> together. <laughs> All right. Um what I'm gonna do is half is gonna put her hands together, uh like she's like she's praying. Uh but then she's gonna pull them apart as if she were pulling an accordion apart. And it opens up a uh, or it, it creates like a fiery circle that an eagle flies through uh, and, and flies to the space uh, flanking the method with Ahara. So my three actions are to summon animal. I pick an eagle. And then if I'm not mistaken, I think that the eagle gets two actions this turn. Wait, what did he do? Summon animal? Yes. Yeah. Pain in the butt. I mean, yeah. good job. And I want to put it uh, so that it's flanking with Alhara. Summon animal and within 30 feet. All right, so it appears uh, flanking. You spend your entire turn summoning the fire eagle. The eagle appears and then it fights for you. So when it goes. Uh, just so I know, when does it go? Now. Oh, okay. It goes right, I think it goes right after your turn. I don't think it goes before because that wouldn't make sense because then it would be um, impossible. So it has a body made of fire, but somehow still uh, does physical damage. So it's flying and it will beak this person to death. Mighty eagle. It now goes. It attacks. Beak. It gets two actions, right? Yes, two actions this turn, three actions next turn. Really? Three next turn? That's what you told me, so unless you were no, mistaken. No, I think it's two every turn. It's always two every turn. It's a minion. Okay. It beaks the water creature and hits with the flanking for two points of damage. It's and something. Then, and then tries to beak it again and misses. Rolls a six. Well, I actually rolled a six the first time and the second time. But a nine will not do it. Darius is up. He's in the water. All right. Let us first mountain stance. Let me try. In the water? I'm standing (laughs) in it, right? Sure. I'm I'm attached to a surface. And I will take a five-foot step diagonally and do an avalanche strike. You hit the poor creature for six points of damage and... Oh! Nice! You kill it as it uh, it collapses from all the damage. And uh, you're done. Oh, that one died. You killed it. Killed it. It was, it was barely hurting you. Why'd you kill it? It has an acid arrow. I, as a rule... Will try and punch to death anything with acid arrows coming at me. Just my personal set of rules. Okay. Doesn't like those rules. Well, Jet. Mm, it's enough for him to like. All right. This other one flies 25 feet away. <laughs> and oh, my up. gosh. My kingdom for an attack of opportunity. And it goes up higher, too. So you can't reach it anymore. And then it throws an acid arrow at Elhara. Oh, that's a crit. I don't like that sound. Uh. Oh my god. What? Is that a what? crit? 
Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh horror. No. Let's what see. What is what hell? is your maximum HP? You maximum hit points are nineteen, so it okay. would have had to have done thirty-eight damage in one shot to insta kill okay. me. So it doesn't insta kill okay. me. It does 28 points of damage as it crits you full in the face of acid. You don't instant die. You are burning with acid, and you are at... Dying um, two. Right, dying two. Oh, no. And it, like, starts laughing and laughing, and it seems to say something to the effect like, That was from my brother. Oh, my God. Ataran, you just saw... Well, you just saw her go down. What do you do? Ataran will, like, goes wide-eyed and then just points at Alhara, brings both their hands up, rubs them together, and then, like, like they were trying to warm their hands, and then extends them out and points them at Alhara and says, Megnutatni, and a wash of uh, violet energy will swirl over and into... Alhara, as I cast Soothe. What does Soothe do? It gives them 1d10 plus 4 hit points, and they get a plus 2 bonus to saves against mental effects. Okay. So, roll okay, 1d4. You rolled a 10. <laughs> oh, well, plus 4. Okay. 1d10 plus 4, you roll a 10. So, if you're dropped, does that bring you back up, or does that stabilize you? I'm not sure how that works in dying. Yeah, so I should go from zero hit points to ten, and my I believe my dying two either changes into wounded one or wounded two. That's Probably wounded I'm two. If yeah, I think, I think the dying, dying. Yeah, so I become wounded two, which means if I get the dying condition again, it immediately adds two to it because of wounded. Uh, you are still covered in acid. That is going to be burning you on your turn, by the way. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about that. After that, Ataran moves up to Alhara. Hap is up. Hap just saw her big sis go down, and she dropped everything, too, when she fell down in the heap of acid explosion. Yeah, I'm not happy, but I am focused. I'm going to spend one action to sustain my bird. And it's a little bit outside of my reach, so I can't throw an attack spell at it. But I can move closer so that I can attack spell it next turn. Or I can just sling it. Get out my sling and sling it. I don't think you can, because it's... You can get out the sling and then load the sling, probably. Yeah, because it takes a... it's one action to take out and one action to load. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll move uh, so that I can try and attack it next turn. Okay. Uh, if I stand... If if I stand here, uh, can I ha- be like behind a tree trunk or something? You'll have a little bit of cover, a barest okay. of cover. I'll take I'll take the barest of cover. So your eagle goes and attacks it again. So it spends one action to go up to it, and then one action to beak it. Ooh. This bird is dynamite. No oh, eagle. Rolls a sixteen for twenty-four, and it hits for. Full damage, six points of damage, tears a big chunk out of the water. Method. Darius is up. I want to go to Alhara, bring her into the water, and wash her off of the acid. Would that work? And assisting her to save when she goes, and if she takes the actions to also wash it off? 
I believe I immediately get a flat check to end the persistent damage. Yeah, I'll say if you're going to spend two actions, you can give her a flat check. Yes. Well, you do the flat check. Six. Nope. You do not successfully wash the acid off of it. Thanks, though. Well, you're in the water. If You start your turn in the water, right? No, she's like next to it. She because oh, you don't have okay. enough actions. You're just like throwing Got it on it. top of her. All right, then I'm throwing water. water at her. Yeah, the water method sees all this. It dives into the water and disappears. Is it like invisible? It 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 literally just took went into the water, and it's not invisible, but you don't know where it went. It became like one with the water and just okay. It's kind so of like mechanically speaking, it got cover from the water and then or concealment, and use that to do to go into stealth, right? It's just yes, it appears to have been kind of gone for now. I mean, you could try to find it, but it's it basically looks like it just ran away. Well, on well, you don't go, turn. you what? don't go yet. Oh, you do go right because you go right. Technically, I went right. I should have gone right before it. Oh, but... right, 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 right. You should have gone before. But that's okay. I, I wasn't going to attack it anyway at this point. Um, Alhara's uh, action; she's still prone, lying on the ground, uh, is to roll into the river, um, the equivalent of crawl, boom, uh, and then using two actions just to wash as acid off of herself as best as she can. I'm getting an 18 on the flat check. Okay, so you successfully wash the acid off. Your body, so you had to take one action to crawl into the water, and mm-hmm. then two actions to wash it off of yourself, and you're no longer going to yep. take persistent damage. And yeah, and her bow staff is laying uselessly on the bank of the river. You saw the water creature go into the water and disappear. Are you going to pursue it, or try to pursue it, or Ataran isn't? Atron takes off one of the potions from their bandolier and gestures it out to Darius. It's his time to drink. <laughs> okay. Hap, are you gonna do anything about that? Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two things. Uh, one, I'm going to sustain my eagle, just in case uh, the eagle can find it with a bird's eye view, or just in case it comes back out. And with my next two actions. I'm going to I'm going to talk to Darius. I'm going to say, Darius, hold still. This may burn a little, and I'm going to hold my hands out, and my hands are kind of going to glow a little bit, like like heated metal, and then the wounds on Darius do the same, where they glow like they are hot metal, and it stings like you just disinfected it with with the hydrogen peroxide, but you are going to get the equivalent of a two action. Heal spell. Woohoo! Is anyone off the top of a nice head of you. remember what that is? Is it D8 plus 8? Is that what it is? Uh, 1D8 plus 8, correct. Alright, so 12. So basically you just cast your last... No, you have... You have... I'm out of first level spells now. Yeah, you're out I of used... first level spells. Yeah. Yeah. I used my first spell in the show, and so the eagle was one, and the heal was uh, another one. All right, yeah, the eagle, the heal, and um, burning hand, so you're done. Um, and you're healing Alhara or Darius? Darius. Oh. I mean, I, I'll just, it's fine. I'll just hit both of them. You can both have the no, 12. No. Whoops. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sting that much. Oh, my God. 
I went the wrong way. There we go. Back to oh. the way it is. <laughs> I think you gave me... Did you give me 12 extra damage? I might have. Hold on. All right, there you are. You're all back. Everyone's back to the way they were. Let's see. Uh, the eagle flies around but can't seem to find this creature as it's completely blended in with the water. Darius is up. Are you going to try to go after this thing? Is it flying close enough to the ground? It's in the water. It's gone. You have no idea where it went. I mean, I'll splash around and look for it. Um, okay, you splash around, but in the darkness and the fact that it dove into the water outside the range of light. I have low light vision. Oh, I know you do, but it's still just between moving water and the fact that this thing blends in. You, you would have to, like, really search for it. You have no idea where this thing is, and you have a feeling you'll never find it unless it wants to be found. It's okay. uh, it successfully ran away, but its body is dead and right next to you. Great. I'm done. All right, we'll just say that you exit combat. Adaran puts the potion back on their bandolier. Do you need this, or will you fix it up yourself? Unless, Hap, you wish to do more healing magic, I have none. <sighs> I'm... I'm I'm spent. I can't. I can't. I can't do it again. Do either of you wish this potion? Uh, I'm sure I can take care of my own wounds. Thanks. And Alhara will stomp out of the river, on the other side of the river, and sort of give a glance back at Ataran, sort of daring him to follow her. No, then. Okay. Ataran puts the potion back on there bandolier and uh, like firms it up and then steps next to the um, backpack looking for that map and feather. Thanks thanks anyway though, Atron. Don't mind Alhara. She's as stubborn as Darius is big. Yes, it is dangerous situation that can cause various concerns. Life is a challenge. I understand. Atron Goes up to the backpack. Let's see. Darius is, I guess, out of mouth stand. Yeah, I'll uh, get out of the water, make sure um, Alhara is still okay. Yeah, Darius has some damage. Alhara has some damage. Hap has a tiny bit of damage. Ataran is fine. The eagle will dissipate um, either manually or after. I release it and just and it just kind of just ceases to be in a little puff of embers and smoke. I can do battle med- I can do a medicine check, right? Or that has it been more than an hour since you weren't injured, were you? That I touched that I did it. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, you tried before and failed it was and then I bit, tried yeah. it on myself. But I haven't healed you, so I was gonna heal you over the next few ah. minutes, patch up your wounds using your own med okay. kit because I don't have one. Yes, I have a med kit. We share. Okay. You can do that. We'll do it all simultaneously. So you two patch up wounds. Uh, I'd say it's been about an hour. 21, so that's a heal. 2d8. 14, holy crap. Yeah, good amount. What? Oops. You did it again! <laughs> <laughs> that's some bad medicine. There we go. Heal to fall. I clicked on the wrong thing. He's totally healed. And uh, I will say all of you now have two hero points. 
That's a two. Three. You have two. And what about Ahara? What are you going to do about her? Well, if it's been an hour, then Darius should be able to patch me up. Yeah, I'll say it's fine. I'll do that. Give me the The check. The acid got me right here. Both of you, you each have... Oh, Oh, no. What are you doing? Hero point. Come on. Hero point. Everything fine. I think you you damaged her. Oh, you don't want to roll damage? You don't want to roll 1d8 damage? Come on. It's fun. You still fail. Still fail. Oh, my gosh. You're all a 14. You don't critically fail, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did it to yourself. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, hmm, uh, sis, uh, uh, mm, uh, maybe later. Maybe someone else will help out. I don't know. Right. Or just wait 10 more minutes. Yeah, wait 10 minutes. Well, it's an hour for, for an two hour. Moves, so yeah. If we have to. It's All fine. Right, you, right. you can look at it later. It's it's fine. During that time, Ataran would look over the map and the feather? Sure. So you pull up this map and it looks like a highly detailed map of Aberton and its surrounding environment. It's not like a survey map, but it's definitely a map of the town in written in hand. And there's notes about different locations scribbled all over the map. Most notably, uh, you see notes on the Circus of Wayward Wonders and details on the movements of the circus members, and you see it is disturbingly accurate as to your comings and goings. You also note that Olin's Orchard and the Half-Torn Mill are also marked predominantly on the map. In terms of the nuts, tasty nuts. That's all they are. Didn't you say there was a feather? I'm getting to it. Oh, okay, sorry. You see an exotic bird feather. Its shaft is dipped in gold, and it seems to have a single arcane rune on it. What do you do? Hap, I do not know if you can identify this magically. It has an arcane rune on it. Meanwhile, can I just recognize it with occultism? Probably not. <laughs> it's ten minutes. It's always ten minutes. It's never automatic. I do. I am trained in arcana, but I'm just not very good at it. Well, if you want to look this over while they are working on their wounds, by all means. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me see it, and then I'll, 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 you, I'll roll arcane on it. Okay, it is secret. What is your arcane? Plus ten. Do you believe? Plus me? ten. Yeah. Why is that <laughs> not it? I mean, if you're lying, oh. you're pretty pissed. <laughs> like, what is it? It's plus three. All right. Well, don't do that. All right. Plus three. That is a feather token. A holy bush feather token. That when you mm. activate it, it immediately transforms into a living holy bush, filling a single square, which can provide cover. In addition, the bush will have somewhere between two to eight bright red berries. And these are infused with beneficial magic. You can pick and eat the berry and recover one hit point per berry. And once you pluck the berry from the bush, the berry becomes non-magical after a few seconds. So you have to eat it immediately if you pick it. And if you activate it in soil, it will continue to grow. Otherwise, if you activate it somewhere else, it'll die in a few days. 
that's interesting. We should we should pot it. Yeah, mm. have it a pot and bring it around. Yeah, maybe it'll regrow its berries every now and then. Oh, it does not regrow the berries. Oh, okay. Uh, in that time, could I look over the alchemical item I had? If you want to do that, yeah, sure. It's a ten minute thing. So yeah, okay. What is your alchemy? Uh, my craft check is plus seven. All right. I do have tools, so just so you know. Okay. I think that just gives you a... Ooh, that actually won't matter. Does it give you a plus one? So plus seven, including your tools? Uh, oh, no, you don't you need have tools. To you have need the, the tools. tools. Right, right. You have to have the tools. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. you actually need the tools. Uh, you look this over, and you don't know what this is. You're going to have to try again tomorrow, you think. You... You look at it and you're like, uh, I don't know what this is, but it looks pretty powerful. Yeah, so I take down some notes about it, but don't say anything about it. Yep. Hop, will you hold on to this token then and this bush, or perhaps we should give it to the other two? Otherwise, I we can put it in a component pouch for now. They seem a little busy. We'll just hold on to it right now. Yes, perhaps you hold on to it then, yes? Okay. All right, Hap gets the holy bush feather token. You have the map and tasty nuts. You obviously also have the bag itself. And as I said, the bag is a backpack. And it um, It had a green patch, right? Yes, it had a patch on it as well. So after um, the viruses are done trying to patch each other up, we'll go and sort of take a look at everything as well. What is the deal with this patch? Are you trying to recall knowledge on it? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll recall knowledge on it. I've got society, if that helps. You look at this, and you are like, wow, that is just some decoration. It's just, it's just a nice patch. It's just something you put on to make it look cooler. Maybe one person has a, a patch of a leaf. Someone else might have a patch of fire, like Hap. Maybe Darius has a mountain. That's all it is. Gotcha. Okay. Anyone else want to look at it? Uh, I'm curious if nature could tell me anything. Uh, yeah. You uh, you know that that patch is the religious symbol of uh, Gozareth. That's not just a cool patch. That's... That's the symbol of Gozra. Oh, aren't they the weird storm, ocean, nature, animals, god thing? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Something, something, middle of nowhere. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, how do you feel? I don't know. I was trying to think what to say. I'm, I'm hurt, actually. Y- yes. She looks at them straight in the eyes. I'm actually really hurt. Yes. Um, would you like to hold on to the potion, if nothing else? I know you're just trying to be sweet. Thank you. And she'll take it from him and undo the stopper and then drink it right away. Really? Wow. Okay. It is a minor healing potion. She's super yes. hurt. 1d8. 5. I feel a lot better. Thanks. I don't. I don't know 
I don't, I don't know how to be around you. I don't know what to say to you. I mean, I tried to say so much and then you just ignored me. So I don't know what, I don't know what you want. Darius, let's give them some space. I'm sure. Just head back to camp. Yeah, we'll be back at camp, you guys. Atheron doesn't say anything as they leave. And then after their footfalls seem to disappear into the sound of the stream, Atheron looks at Alhara. It is not my intention to make you uncomfortable. This is something I apologize for. I am also not certain how to be. I am sorry you are hurt. Thank you for saying so. I just, we probably just need some space. Yes, I am sorry. Difficult times make for emotional uh, situations, but I try not to make more difficult for you. And yet you end up making things worse. Just, just go. Just go. Atheron frowns slightly and then heads a little ways back. Alhara sort of lingers for a bit, sighs and picks up her bow staff, sort of brushing some of the dirt and such off of it. She walks over to the body of the weird blue flying thing, gives it a big solid poke, making sure it's good and dead. And then picks it up by a foot and sort of holds it out in front of her as she walks it back to camp. Oh yeah, it's totally dead. Once Ataran hears Alhara heading back, Ataran continues back. Okay. So you continue back to the camp. Everyone is huddled around and they see that you've been bloodied and sort of uh, beat up a little and they want to know they're all wondering what is going on out there. They're, like, scared to death. They saw you fighting with uh, Bardoff, which was weird. And then they saw you going to the woods, and you heard some commotion. They're like, what is going on? Tarius will assure everyone that we're fine. We found these, falling, these, these creatures in the woods. We dispatched them. And I believe they were part of the chicanery that has been going around. We should remain vigilant, because we don't know exactly what made Bardolf go a little, hmm, afraid. He seems fine now, though. Those monsters were super weird. They had these long blue noses, and they flew on little wings, and, and, and they would throw acid at us. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy nobody got seriously injured. Here's one, and Alhara walks up holding the one by the leg and just sort of flings it on the ground nearish everybody. Half of them are horrified, and half of them are really interested in seeing it. They're like, ooh, what is that? And it's, like, all squishy and looks like some weird amphibious creature. And it's approximately, you know, maybe 80 pounds or so. Ataran doesn't head towards the fire and instead heads towards some of the other wagons for some quiet solitude. As he's over there in quiet solitude, Hod is limping up and coming from the rocks and says, Ataron, Ataron, help! There's some weird chicken attacking me! There's some chicken in the rocks! Can you can you go look? I just went over there to, uh, to relieve myself and something weird is attacking! We go. 
A weird chicken? Yes, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like running back. And he's like, that way. And he's like pointing towards the rocks as he's running back uh, to the camp. More strange animals. Uh, These rocks by me? No. Way in the southeast. Oh, okay. Adron heads towards the campfire then to draw attention and sees Darius coming. He's booking it. And uh, Otteron huh? will What's continue up to the campfire. There is a odd chicken that attacked Hod. I do not know. I am going after Darius. Is is Hod here? Yeah, Hod just ran up and he's sitting next to the professor. Does Hod have a drinking problem? No, Hod actually rarely talks. Hod is the assistant to uh, Mordena. And he's actually very nice and it's uh, actually a good friend of a lot of you. Okay, I'll uh, I'll get up and rush after them then. What is it with this day? And Alhara, seeing everyone run off, will sort of trot after them to see what's going on. Okay, you, you run off. Darius gets there first, followed quickly by Ataron and the rest. And there's a large grouping of boulders, really. These are just, you know, very large rocks. And it was just being used as a natural barrier to, like, the meadow to the southeast. And something strange is Darius looks in front of him, and he sees one of the boulders, and for a second he's looking at it, and he says, Guys, does that look like a cow to you? Does it look like a cow to us? Oh, it looks like a cow. It definitely looks like a cow made out of rock. Roll for combat! I was afraid this would be a cockatrice. And then out of the rocks, way in the southeast, which is still pretty far away, this angry-looking, ugly chicken is flapping its wings and making a ton of noise and is coming at you ferociously happier up. Um, well, I don't actually get to see it yet because there's a wagon in my way. I'll say you you hear enough commotion that you uh, you know where it's coming from. I don't say you you don't have line of sight, but you hear it. Okay, um, then let me measure the distance real quick, and then I'll move. And it's kind of hopping up and down like a turkey would. It's not flying; it's just sort of like hopping. Okay, uh, I'm gonna move up to beside Darius because I feel safe next to him, and that's exactly the distance I need to cast spells. And then from this position, I'm going to use Produce Flame to have a little fiery sparrow fly into the chicken. Okay. Roll 19, and you do 8 points of fire damage right into the ugly chicken. Was it a 19 on the die? Yeah, why? Is that a crit? No. No, it was a 12 on the die, and then a 19 total. Uh, Alhara is up and just saw that happen. Oh, ugly chicken. Um, all right. Alhara is going to spring into action. Um, she is going to, I'm going to move down. That looks pretty good. So she's going to move down sort of in front of everyone. And she is going to, uh, sort of take a stance. Um, trying to think what I want to do. You know what she's going to do? She's going to pull out a, a dagger from the back of her belt, a throwing dagger, and throw it at this ugly chicken. That's one action to pick it out of there and one action to throw it. 
And it's 20 feet away, which is in within her range increment for a thrown dagger. Rolls nine for 16 and misses ugly chicken. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> That's a Ron. Thrawn's going to move over to this wagon and both eyes widen as the like deep violet of most of the eye just seems to glow with the vibrance and the center of the pupil like points down to like a black almost uh, emptiness as Thrawn glares malevolently at this ugly chicken using evil eye. What is that? It is my focus ability, and we'll have to make a will save. Curse, emotion, enchantment, mental, witch. DC is 17? Yes? Yes. DC 17. What does it do? On a failure, the ugly chicken would be frightened two. On a success, it is frightened one. On a critical failure, it is frightened three. 11. So it is frightened too. Wonderful. Frightened too. And then Otteron takes cover against the wagon. Ooh, evil eyes only one action? Yep. Just glaring. Or no. You no, can only do that. Like, Oops. Yeah, there's no way that's, there's no way that's it's one. It's a two action. action somatic. Sorry, I thought it was oh, just okay. one because it was just somatic. So never mind, I don't take cover. Oh, okay. Ooh, they broke their own rule. Huh. Darius sees a frightened, ugly chicken in front of him. It's tiny. It's small. Just ugly. Go stomp on it. Uh, that's, my, that's my plan. Move 25 feet right up to it. Take the mountain stance. Love that stance. Love it. It's my, my favorite. It's my only one. And then I will avalanche strike it. Okay. Got your stance of mountain. You are right next to rocks. You're becoming one with the rocks. You didn't try to hit the chicken. Oh, yes. Strike. You hit it. You roll a 14 for 21. You do max damage, 12 Ooh. points of damage. You smash the chicken. But now the chicken goes. Dunt, dunt, dun. It's going to peck at Darius. Peck, peck, peck. Oof. Okay, it rolls a 15 for 28. Ooh, almost critted you. Not a crit. Almost. <laughs> it only does three points of damage. But, but you better give me a fortitude save as you feel like you are slowing down. 20. You succeed. You fight off the strangeness of the chicken bite. It tries to hit you again. Rolls a 14 for a 22. Still hits you. Only one point of damage, though. Want to make this fort save. Oh, no. Once again, you feel... (laughs) You feel as if you are slowly getting turned to stone your slowed one does frightened affect its dcs um i don't think it does i think it's just a minus two to hit no frightened frightened always includes you take a status penalty equal to its value to all your checks and dcs that's only for its checks and dcs Mm, and dcs 
Yeah, but it, it you rolled a thirteen, you weren't even close. It, it's DC oh, okay. incredibly wow. high, so I tried to help. <laughs> I mean Oh, I'm I, I'm aware of all these things, trust me. Um and then the last last attack, it critically misses you. Uh Darius, you are uh, permanently slowed one. Permanently slowly turning into stone. Yeah. Is that a problem? A little bit. Only a little bit, yeah. Um, I mean, you always had okay. a chiseled physique, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be turned into stone, <laughs> I will make it a great pose so you can just carry me around forever as like a statue. You would be the heaviest statue ever. Put me on my own wagon. It's fine. Half is up. All right. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, since Darius is in between me and the cockatrice, he, the bird would have cover from me, right? Correct. Just a minus one, though. Okay. Well, I don't want to miss at all, so I'm going to use a I'm going to use one action to move to this spot and from here. Uh, so I'm next to the wagon and so I have a clear line of shot. From here, I will thrust my hand forward and summon into existence another little fiery sparrow which f- attempts to fly into the chicken. What is that? Is that your It's pretty slime. A... Oh. I was like, you're summoning another creature? I was like, oh my god, you! how many creatures do you have? I, all my stuff is both animal and fire-based. You crit the ugly yes. chicken and do yes. 18 points of fire damage. And I think he is set aflame. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. you got to know your character. So, yeah, I think so. I, I use the word think, but it, that is what it is. Okay. By the way, I, normally you can't really walk through an entire cabin like that. That's not. That's like a. I'll allow it for now, but just FYI, just be careful. Like, okay, you're walking because that's like a f- solid wall. You just kind of walk through. So. Yeah, I measured it out earlier. Um, it's fine. right, but that's a wall. I mean, you can't like go through that. So you can. Uh, now Ahara, I do need to roll a D4 for his persistent fire damage. No. Well, that's that at happens. the end of his. And now that's the end oh, of that's... his turn. Yep, doesn't. That care. doesn't happen now, and nope. then his turn. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Only his turn. Alhara goes. All right. Um, first action Alhara is going to do is a tumble through with her tumble behind feet. Uh, she should have enough movement because she only does double movement when she's in the character square. So that should be twenty, uh, rather fifteen, rather right up to it. Twenty-five to move into its square. Tumble through the chicken. 16. What's that against? Oh, uh, against Reflex DC? Not even close. So the maneuver fails. Um, If it has any reactions about, like, movement and such, it can take them. Nope. Otherwise, uh, I'm just stuck at the last legal spot, which is there, and that's fine. Um, It doesn't have the attack trait, so I'm going to stupidly try that again. Uh, no penalty. How's a 23 against its reflex DC? So, all right, you do it again. And the second one succeeds? Yeah, sure. Sweet. All right, well, then I'll end there. And then I'm my final and remaining action, now that I have Panache for a fleeting moment, I'm going to use Confident Finish on this thing and just, like, axe kick it into the ground against its flat-footed armor class. Yeah. Ooh, and this is non-lethal damage, so theoretically, I just knock it out. Okay, I don't know why you would want to knock it out, but okay. Because I don't want a minus two to hit. <laughs> Wait, why is it non-lethal? She's not a monk. So, 
my unarmed strikes, my fist are, strikes, are always no non-lethal. Okay, it's down, and you knock it down, and it is not moving anymore. And I guess it's unconscious for now. Can I try to know what it is? Uh, sure, what are you going to use? Occultism? Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, a cockatrice, you know for a fact. And these things, if they peck you enough, will turn you into stone. Like that poor creature over there, that cow. That seemed to have been... Does anyone care if I kill it, or do you need something from it? How do we get things unturned to stone? That is a cockatrice. It will turn things to stone. You need to kill it. I kill it. Oh, okay. I stomp stomp its skull. I don't don't watch. You crush this poor thing, and it dies uh, screaming. I've been afflicted. Do I know if its uh, petrification is temporary, or do you have to do something to counter it? Now, there's another funny thing. They left it out of the stat block. So, according to this, every 24 hours, you need to try to unpetrify yourself. So, as of now, you're slowed one at least for a day. Oh. Because they never put it in. They didn't put in the duration in the stat block. So, Atron knows it's just going to take a day or possible more recovery? Uh, Or possibly less. It's um, according to the stat block. It's every twenty-four hours that you'd make a new check, but that's if you're totally petrified. It has nothing to do about slowed. So as of right now, it is twenty-four hours or less that you will be slowed. One, we will find out. Ataron would say, "You should start to feel better. It might take up to a day. However, a day. Uh, it is not permanent. Oh well. I have like I would guess like." Maybe stonish, veiny, like like uh, webbing, like you know how like you have a like a vein of poison, the blackened stuff. Like it's just instead of like purpley black, it's just stonish around my joints. Well, you wanted to become a mountain. Here's your chance. You're not like this. A mountain, whether you like it or not. Ataron would try to take like a sample or something from it carefully for. Their, uh, sure, sure. I mean, the thing you might want is its beak, but you might want to be careful about that. However, while you're doing that, Alhara sees to the southeast. It had a little nest, and this was it was kind of just defending its territory. Obviously, extremely territorial. Oh, hey, look! There's like a nest with some stuff in it, and uh, she'll go poking around the nest with her bow staff. Inside the nest, you see coins and. A rotting carcass of a dead dwarf inside of its suit of armor still, and it had a a uh, a pick. Huh. Looks like the cockatrice has been slowly eating this dwarf for quite some time. Oh. I'll show my companions what I had found. What kind of armor is it? It is a suit of splint mail. Oh, heavy armor. Mm-hmm. And the coins, if you look around, you have uh, 30 silver pieces of coins. I'll, uh, I'll look at the items with a little bit of fire in my eyes. Can I sense any magic with detect magic? Uh, hold on. I was wondering when you would finally figure that out. Uh, you did not detect any magic. 
Ataron, he has crafting. Who else has crafting? I think it's just Ataron. It's just me. I think so, yeah. Ataron notices that pick, and he notices that there's something odd about it. He might want to examine it a little, because it looks like this thing is made of some strange material. All right, they would pick up the pick and look it over, flipping it back and forth between both hands. What's your plus two? Plus seven. Oh, okay. You know, you know right away. Uh, yeah, this is a low-grade cold iron pick. It's actually really expensive. They're like 44 gold to create, 45 gold. The suit of armor is just a normal splint mail, nothing special. You poke around a little bit more. There's nothing else in this, uh, in the corpse or in the in the uh, nest. Did you say there were gems, or did I miss something? Coins. There was coins. 30 coins. Thirty silver. silver All right. Mm-hmm. This pick is cold forged iron. It is hard to make, valuable, and do I know cold iron is sometimes useful against creatures or no? Yeah, yeah, you know. So, Adron also says also anything mm, sometimes of a natural bent, uh, other creatures could have resistance, but uh, cold iron would overcome it. So it is valuable for that as well in combat. Neat. What kind of weapon is it? Is it like simple martial? I think a pick. I think picks are martial. Pick is a martial melee weapon with the fatal trait. I don't I'm not happy to say this, but we should probably destroy those eggs. There's no eggs. Oh, I thought I, I don't know why I thought there were eggs in the nest. No no, those are just rocks. Doesn't it hatch from rocks? Who knows about these weird ugly chickens? But this pick is pretty neat, and Hara is going to swing it around a couple times. Mm, yes, I will make sure no eggs. So Ataran will take a look at the nest and make sure that they're just rocks and the nest, and there's no actual eggs. Smash everything in there. There's no eggs or anything. It's totally fine. Ataran very carefully moves things, and then just kind of like pushes rocks around. It is fine. There is no... Baby cockatrice is here. Well, let's go tell Hod that we took care of it. Yes, they might need still piss. If it pecked him, he might also have the same problem I do. I will let him know it will pass. So, the bag with the symbol of Gozra, who took that? Did anyone take that? I have it. Yeah. And what about the the map? I have that as well right now. Hap has the feather token. What about, did anyone do anything with the splint male armor, which is pretty we'll heavy? Take it. We'll take it. I'll take it back with the pick. Yeah, um, Alhara will hold on to the pick. I think she's the only one in the party who knows how to use it. That's fine. She's unlikely to use it unless we find something that we need it against, but she'll, she'll keep it. And who took the few handfuls of tasty nuts? Uh, technically, Ataran. Okay. Um, I have Ataran with the coins... Just assuming we haven't split them out yet. Mm, well, well, well. Someone is going to uh... probably put them back in the bag. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go buy pastries. So you kill the cockatrice. Go through its nest. Ataran and group are going back towards the campfire. When you hear the sound of pipes... Fiddles and horns echoing across the camp by the meeting fire. 
the Circus of Wayward Wonders are now up around forming two concentric rings with musicians on the inside and everyone else dancing on the outside. They are prancing around, having a great time, yet their faces are weary and sweat is pouring off of their brows. The professor in the middle of this looks at you and says, help us, as his limbs jerk to the time of a lively jig. What? <laughs> yes. So basically, you have come back to two circles of the Circus of Wayward Wonders dancing and prancing around to music, and they all seem to be having a great time from their faces. But then when you see the professor, you realize they're actually in pain and can't control their movements. Where's the music coming from? That is a good question. It seems to be coming from the middle of the campfire itself. What's in there? You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Chaotic Greedy is not a real alignment. <laughs>